everybody. Welcome to another edition of Run's House. My name is Brian Rundle. I hope everybody had a great Easter yesterday. I've got lots of friends and family. I personally don't celebrate Easter. It's not my thing. I'm not a very big religious guy, but certainly have a lot of friends and family out there who do. So I hope you had a great day and was able to spend some time with some loved ones and stayed inside and made sure everybody was safe. Hope you didn't defy doctor's orders and pack yourself into a church. It's like the absolute worst thing you can do right now. And I understand how important Easter is to a lot of people, but I hope your health is just as important because sitting in a packed room right now is the last thing pretty much anybody should be doing or want to be doing. I freak out a little bit just going to the store and two people in front of me, it freaks me out a little bit. Being in a room full of people really freaked me out. But I think if you did miss a day of church, based on my understanding of Jesus, I think he'd be okay with it. I really do. I mean, my understanding of Jesus is he was a pretty pretty nice and relaxed guy. Again, I said, I'm not very religious, but I've been around for a while and I have a basic understanding of who Jesus was. And he seemed like, you know, he'd be like, don't worry about it. I mean, you know, you, you got up and you still celebrated and you did the thing and I'm not mad at you. It's okay. You can stay home. I, I want you to be safe. I mean, this is a guy who provided free health care for people. He cares about your health. I mean, guy gave to the poor. Guy was a good guy. I mean, from what I understand, you know, like I said, you'll be okay if you miss today. Well, it seems to me there's a lot of people who got the teachings of Jesus wrong. At least in my estimation, he provided free health care. And sometimes I got to wonder if he's looking down going, what is going on down there? I mean, there is a secular and a non-secular view of how the world would end. And in both scenarios, the world at some point is going to end. And I really don't know where we are at in the game of life right now with the planet Earth. But I hope there is a Jesus. I hope there is a God. But he might be looking down right now and thinking about at least calling a time out. Just coming down and saying, guys, whoa, whoa, what, what are we doing? You guys are all over the place. This is not the book of plays I gave you. What are you reading? I mean, there's, there's nothing in my book about saying making billions of dollars off of health care. Nothing in my book saying to disparage the poor. In fact, I was a big I gave to the poor all the time. That's my thing. It's about giving. That's what I do. And what was that about taking people and making them slaves? Who told you to do that? And gay people? I don't mention gay people. What is? I, I don't know what you guys are doing, but you need to get it together. Okay? Go back. Read the book again. Sometimes I'm wondering if you actually even read it. And if you have, you're making up your own rules. Stop it. Don't make up your own stuff. Now get back out there. Let's do this right. And no, guys... I did not send Donald Trump to send my message to everybody. That, that, that's, not, that's, not my, that's not my guy. I mean, I want you to really think about it. You think the guy that I would send down to spread my message and my word is a guy who cheated on all three of his wives and had unprotected sex with a porn star while his wife was pregnant? A guy who bragged about walking in on teenagers changing during a pageant? guy who ripped off a veterans charity group 
through his foundation? You think I sent down a guy who created a fraud university depriving people of their savings knowing that it was all a scam? It's not my guy. Didn't send him. So listen, I'm going to go back up there. I'm going to let you guys continue this thing for now. Let's regroup. Let's go. Decency on three. Ready? Break. That's my understanding of Jesus. That's what I think he'd come down and say. Again, I hope there's a Jesus. I hope there's a God. Now, people would say, well, you say you don't believe. You ain't getting in. I disagree. I think if I got up there, they'd review my file and say, look, this guy was decent. You know, he went around and said you didn't believe. I mean, you know, I don't go around and say it. I'm very respectful of people and their religion. I don't get off on saying that I don't believe in this stuff. It's not important enough to me to rile somebody up about that. But I'd put my sin scorecard against just about anybody's. I feel pretty good. I treat people decently. Really don't care where they came from, what their religious background is, what their sexual orientation is. None of that matters to me. I just want everybody to be happy. I want good for everybody. And I would hope that everybody wants that. Man, it seems like there's some mean people out there. Mean. And sometimes it's cloaked under in, in, in religion. And I honestly don't think that's what Jesus had in mind. Now, I'm no expert. And if I'm saying anything wrong, I'm certainly happy to hear what your thoughts are. People who might be more of an expert, more into it than I am. But... I don't know, I think I painted Jesus as a pretty good guy. But anyway, I really hope people did not go to church yesterday. And, and it is no, um, it's no stance against religion. It is just a stance for your health and doing the right thing right now. We all need to do the right thing. There are stories about possibly hitting the peak of this thing. Which is bad because when you hit the peak, you're going to get the worst outcome. But it's also good because we may be on the downside of it. And social distancing is working. And that's, that was proven before it came to the United States. It was also suggested a long, long, long time ago. But going to church right now is equivalent to like those horror movies you see. It's like the news story of the murderer on the loose... Yet the kids are going to go to the abandoned campsite. They're going to skinny dip and drink and make a lot of noise and get drunk and laugh. Then, of course, they're going to hear a noise. Some idiot named Dylan's going to go check it out. The girl, Dylan, you shouldn't go back there. Oh, don't worry about it. You guys are all scared. Next thing you know, Dylan comes back with a machete in his eye. So I hope it doesn't happen. I really don't. But I have a bad feeling in the next 10 to 14 days, there are going to be stories of a church that was packed during Easter, people affected with the coronavirus because of that attendance. You know it's coming. I'm not rooting for it, but you know it's coming. Anyway, there is a strange phenomenon going on right now. If you notice, if anybody keeps up with it, the stock market appears to be doing very well, and well in a week where there was an additional 
six million people plus who filed for unemployment. So in the last three weeks or so, we are up to about 17 million people who have filed for unemployment, yet the stock market is still doing well. Now, again, I'm going to go back to, I have a basic understanding of the stock market. I am no expert by any means. The stock market is really based on how they feel the economy will react in the future, not reacting right this second. So one of the reasons why it is believed that the stock market is doing extremely well during a time where we are seeing record numbers numbers of unemployment is because they believe that the government bailout, if you will, which I do believe was necessary, will not hurt these corporations and businesses in the long run for now, for now. And there's apparently another bill that's looking to be passed soon that, again, will help the corporations. But if you really think about how skewed that is, where millions of Americans can be laid off, yet they believe the corporations will still be fine. Those are the kind of messages that some politicians are trying to get across to the American people that even when you are not fine, they'll make sure the corporations always are. Now, I am all for capitalism. I am a capitalist. I work in a retail industry where capitalism is paramount. But there is something wrong that when millions and millions of people, millions and millions of people are losing their jobs, yet the corporations are doing just fine, there's something that doesn't add up there. There's something wrong. And unfortunately, it continues to go on, and the American people really don't do anything about it. And really, at the end of the day, what can they do about it? Right now, the politicians, Democrat, Republican, they're all being run by the corporations. The corporations are running this country. They are dictating exactly what's going on. They're going to do everything they, everything they can to make sure that the recession from 2008, 2009 never happens again to them. So this is not some sort of protest against the corporations. However, this is something that should be a little bit disturbing. Should be disturbing. Now also, the other reason too, they say that the corporations are benefiting from the unemployment numbers are a lot of the layoffs are actually helping the corporations, paying less money in insurance and just paying less money overall. So it's a disturbing trend and one that I really don't see ever going away unless you really do get a leader in office And I'll say Bernie Sanders was not my top choice, but I did not not like Bernie. I think Bernie has the right idea. I just think it would have been nearly impossible for any of his ideas to come to fruition. I really do. Bernie Sanders was a great advocate for the American worker. He really was. And maybe his ideas were going to be very hard to get past, but he had the right idea. In some respects, he did. He had the right idea. But right now, it looks like we have Joe Biden as the nominee, and I'm fine with Joe Biden. Again, not my top choice, 
But for me, it really could have been anybody. It really could have. It could have been Warren. It could have been Buttigieg. It could have been Klobuchar. It could have been Sanders. It could have been anybody. I would have taken Oprah, and I'm not a big Oprah fan. But Oprah would have beat him. Sadly. Yeah, I would find that sad. Oprah Winfrey versus Donald Trump for the presidency of the United States. This is what we've come to. And she was actually spoken of as a candidate. But I would have voted for her to get rid of this guy. I would have voted for a monkey with a drinking problem. Seriously, I mean, you can't do much worse. This guy's been an absolute disaster. Time to get rid of him. I mean, it was a fun experiment. People wanted to see, oh, what's this guy going to do? Great businessman. No, he's not. Misled there, too. Terrible, terrible businessman. But he fooled you there. Well, people went to the polls and kind of just said, I don't know, let's give this guy a chance. Let's, you know, all these other politicians, they're not doing it for me. This guy will. He hasn't. Washington Post had an article the other day that they think that he could go down as the worst president of all time. Steve Schmidt, a longtime Republican strategist, ran the John McCain, Sarah Palin campaign, says he will go down as the worst president of all time. And it's really not news. To even call him president is ridiculous. I mean, I guess kind of have to. He was elected in. I understand. But he's not a president. He's, he, he wasn't even a president of his own businesses. He failed. I'd done this already with this guy about his businesses. I, how many times do we have to go over this? I mean, Gallagher, the guy who smashes watermelons. I would have taken that guy. I would have voted for him. Why not? I mean, if this is where we're at in America, where we're just going to vote for anybody, let's do it. Why not? Can't be worse. November cannot come soon enough. It really can't. Anybody right now leading this country other than Donald Trump, I truly feel we'd be in much better shape than where we are right now with this pandemic. I really, truly, honestly believe that. But we've got some... Months ahead of us, and who knows where the campaigns will go, and who knows how we're going to do this in the next few months. It's going to be very strange how we're going to vote. We don't know. It's been suggested to vote by mail, which sounds like the smart thing to do during an international pandemic, if it is still indeed around. Donald Trump says, nope, can't do that. Too much fraud. Where's the proof on that, number one? Number two, does anybody want to take a guess how Donald Trump voted in the floor in um, 2018 and Melania and his daughter by mail? When he does it, it's all on the up and up, just like all his businesses and his Trump University and all that stuff. All on the up and up. He's, he's, ah. Anyway, how's everybody dealing with this pandemic? How's everybody dealing with the coronavirus? They're... Seems to be a lot of stories of people not handling it very well. And it's not surprising because it's something that we have never experienced before. So when we go through something that we have never experienced before, we don't know how to handle it. And a lot of times when we don't know how to handle things, it leads to sadness. It leads to depression. It leads to loneliness. It leads to feeling helpless. It has, you get all kinds of feelings 
and you really don't know how to handle it. So what are you doing out there to handle this? What are you doing to stay of sound mind and body? It is difficult. I'll even admit for me, um, I, I work at a place where we were lucky enough where they actually shut our doors, but they're still paying us. And I, I feel very, very lucky. But still being home every day in the same routines and trying to figure out what to do and what, what is going to happen with this thing and when's it going to end is something that gets to me too. You know, I, I wake up in the morning and sometimes you almost just don't feel like getting out of bed. You miss doing the things you're used to. You're used to meeting out with your friends and you're used to watching the ball game and, you know, you're used to going to work. And right now all that's changed. And I think it's the unknown that really bothers people. The unknown of when's this going to end. The unknown of how am I going to pay my bills. The unknown of will I still have a job. Lots of unknowns. But there certainly are ways to get through this thing. Some of the things that I do. I set up a nice little home gym so I can still do my workouts. And that's one thing that can certainly help you make you feel good. Get your blood flowing, get you out of bed, get you moving. And if you were ever thinking about starting a workout routine, now would be a good time. Even though it may be difficult. It may be difficult for you to get the energy to do that. But now would be the perfect time to do it. And you'll find yourself gaining more energy. And it's actually going to stimulate your brain and help you get through this time. Now is a good time for social media, in a way. Stay connected with other people. Shoot text messages, Skype, FaceTime, your loved ones, your friends. If you're in a position to, try to help other people. If you know somebody that would be a high-risk factor for the coronavirus, ask them if you wanted them to, to do some shopping for them or just whatever it is that makes you feel good during this time because that's really what we need to do is find a way to make us feel good during this time. The reality is it's here and we just got to find the best way to cope with this thing. Go online and watch videos. Watch positive videos. Watch videos of things that make you happy. I'm a big sports fan, so I can go back and watch a lot of highlights of some of my favorite games, some of my favorite players. That makes me happy. A lot of games I've attended. I could go back, some of the greatest games I've ever been to. Watch those games over. That doesn't work, just watch puppy videos. Who doesn't love puppy videos? Everybody loves puppy videos. You cannot help but smile during a puppy video. But try to get out of your own head. Try to do whatever you can to get through this. And everybody will. America's been through a lot. We've been through 9-11. We've been through the recession. We all got through it. The recession was a terrible time for me. Terrible. My paycheck was predicated on people buying things. And during that time, people were not buying things. I remember I actually had to... I have a whole, a large football collection, football card collection... And I went through, I had no gas and I had no money. I found a John Elway rookie. I sold it for $15 at the local card store just so I could put gas in my car at the time. I thought that that was absolutely the worst time of my life. Could barely pay the rent, could barely do anything. But I got through it. Think about the worst times you've had in your life and think about how you got through it. And that's really what everybody has to do now. If you had, if you can reflect back on something where you said that was a terrible time in my life, but you got through it, just remember how. Just remember that you will. 
everything will be normal again at some point. We just got to battle and get through it. And we will. We will. So anyway, what I plan on doing now is I think I'm going to do these twice a week. I'm going to have one every Monday and every Friday. Mondays are going to be a little bit more on the current event political side. And then on Friday, I like to lighten it up. What I'm going to do is have a segment called Bar Talk. And Bar Talk is going to be a few of my friends with me, a few guests And basically what we're going to do is we're going to have topics of things that we usually talk about at the bar. It's going to cover things like sports and TV and movies and trivia and all kinds of different things. So I think it's a segment you're really going to enjoy. I always enjoy having these conversations with those guys. So I hope you look forward to that and I'll be excited for that. So right now I'm going to sign off. I hope everybody has a good week. Uh, and I will be back soon, and we will talk some more. Have a great day, and thank you for listening.